All right, guys, and welcome back to our Car Class Podcast. I'm your host, 18-time Australian champion, David Serra, and today we're going to look at the three biggest mistakes that beginners make in kart racing. So as we know, kart racing can be quite daunting. You've just gone out, bought a brand new package, and you don't really know what to do. So when you go to the track, what are the three key areas that you can improve on when you start in kart racing? The first mistake we want to look at is that drivers who get sucked into using both the pedals at the same time. So obviously we've got the accelerator, we've got the brake pedal, and we want to try and use these simultaneously. So we want to accelerate obviously into the straights, then we want to use the brakes as we approach a tighter corner. But when we start to use that brake, we don't actually use both the pedals at the same time. If you think about it, even if you're driving a road car, or if you're a kid and you're watching your parents, when they're driving a road car and they're coming towards a set of lights or to indicate to turn to a street, as they start to apply the brake, they start to release that accelerator. If you've got two things working against each other, so you're accelerating, you have to use the brakes a lot more aggressively to bring that speed down. Also, your brakes are gonna overheat very quickly in a go-kart as well, because it's gonna take a lot more force to try and slow that cart down to get around a corner. So just think, when you wanna press the brake pedal, try and release that accelerator, hit the brake. Once you finish with braking, then you release that pedal and get back onto the accelerator. A way that you can try and identify if you are using both the pedals at the same time is if you can smell your brakes or you can smell something burning when you're driving, it's very likely that you've got the brakes on at the same time as the accelerator. The second way that our mechanics, or our parents might be able to identify whether our child or a kid that we're helping is riding the brakes is that if you can hear this sensation of so it's sort of like accelerate, brake, and accelerate, over this way it's going to sound like so that's when you can sort of hear the accelerator hasn't been released but the brakes are on at the same time and so once the cart's been brought back in to the grid what you notice is that the axle will be very very hot so i wouldn't just go and clamp uh, your hand right around the axle i'd start to get close towards the axle if you can feel a lot of heat coming through the axle towards where the brake disc is then that's another sign because if a driver is just, you know, releasing the accelerator, releasing the brake when they need to, you'll actually be able to put your hand right around the axle on it. It will be warm, but you should be able to do that. If you've got a driver who's using both the pedals at the same time, you won't even better get close to the axle because there's so much heat coming out of the brake pads and the brake caliper that's then exerted out towards the axle. So just be mindful of that. A way that I had to sort of find out the hard way a little bit was that my dad was saying to me, mate, try and put your hand close to the disc. And obviously it was very, very hot. And then when I'd go to do it to another cart that wasn't doing it, you could actually just touch it like very, very quickly, just touch the disc and you could sort of feel a difference between a lot of heat and a warmer disc. So that's an area that as a driver, you want to try and get out of quickly. And some of the reasons that we are using both the pedals are is because we're nervous to go fast. So obviously the tendency when we're starting is just to use the brakes to slow down. And if you hit the brakes too hard, what tends to happen is you tend to spin out because you lock up the brakes the rear of the cart slides and you spin out. Where if you've got a little bit of accelerator on and a little bit of brake on at the same time, although it's not ideal, that both the pedals on can actually keep the cart quite stable. So it acts as like a bit of a safety blanket, but it really restricts how fast you can get to. So a lot of drivers get sucked into, it feels stable, I'm doing okay, I'm not spinning out, which is good. And they get to a decent speed on the track, but then they really struggle to get any faster because they're not driving the right technique. So just be mindful that, yeah, drivers could be getting a little bit crouched in the cart as well. So they're just like their pedals could be extended out a little bit. And that's another way that my dad actually started to 
slightly adjust the brake pedal a little bit further away than the accelerator so that I couldn't just rest my foot on there and rest my foot onto the brake, which is actually engaging it. And as a driver, I didn't realize I was actually engaging the brakes uh, in my session sometimes. So, you know, we're talking sort of 10 to 15 mil, not a lot, but just enough to, to get it away a little bit. That could help out also. The second mistake that we see a lot of beginners making when they're first starting out in their karting is looking behind too much. Now, we know that, that when you're starting out, you're going a little bit slower. So there's other cards going a lot faster. And so you need to be mindful of looking behind to at least see where some of the other faster carts are coming from. We only need to do it sort of once a lap. And what we see is that we get a lot of drivers that start to lose concentration quite quickly because they look behind once, they can see a cart might be, say, 50 metres away. Then two corners later, they look behind, carts 45 metres away. You know, a couple of corners later, carts 40 metres away. When you've got a decent-sized gap, and as long as you're going at a, at a half-respectable speed, you don't need to look behind every corner or multiple times on a particular straight. You want to just try and focus on your race lines, your apex points, your braking markers, your accelerating markers. And as long as you just keep on holding your line on the track so that you're not looking behind, because when you're starting out, you don't realize that as you turn your head over your shoulder, sometimes you actually turn the steering wheel a little bit in that direction as well. So if you start to turn your head over your left shoulder, and as you start to turn your eyes, yeah, without realizing, you've just pulled down the steering wheel a little bit and you actually start to veer across in front of where carts may be going. And so a good rule when you're starting out is just hold your line. So whether you're on the right line or the wrong line, as long as you're not swerving across from the inside to the outside of the track, just hold your line and the faster carts, although they might get a little bit impatient around you, they will find their own way around you. They've got more experience and they've got more speed. Now, with extra speed, that's what makes it really easy to overtake a slower cart. But we just need to have the slower carts just trying to maintain their lines on the track so that we can get around you nice and safely as well. So just try not to where you can, looking behind too much. Our cadet drivers who are just starting out, and a lot of them have these neck braces on now, some of those neck braces actually restrict the driver from turning their heads. So good and bad. Like I said, sometimes you actually do need to look over your shoulder just to see where some carts are. But we want to just keep that to a bare minimum. So once a lap or maybe twice a lap, is the absolute maximum we want to be looking behind it when it's just starting out and we're into our practice sessions. The last mistake we want to touch on with our beginner drivers, and that's just turning into the corners too early. So having coached, I don't know, I'm, I'm only guessing 1,500 drivers in the last 10 years through group sessions and internationally and so on, it doesn't matter whether a driver is starting out at six years of age, 15 years of age, or even 40 years of age. They tend to always turn in too soon. Now, the biggest thing that we see when drivers are turning in too early is that their vision is too close to the front of the cart. Now, when we're traveling at speeds of, say, uh, over 100 kilometers an hour on a straight and we're leading into a hairpin corner, we're traveling a lot faster than what we think. And if our vision isn't far enough in front of us, that's what forces us to turn in too early because we're not actually opening up our horizons to actually see, you know what, the track is actually eight meters wide. We can turn in a little bit later open up the start of the corner, hit our apex point a little bit further around the corner and get a good exit speed. But with drivers so focused on basically their nose cone or what's happening at their feet, they tend to drive where their eyes are looking. So if they're looking just down in front of them, they tend to turn in too early. And where that really comes into play is in our cadet classes, especially well, turning too early, that's, that's definitely uh, the biggest thing we see is, but they're not flowing the car on the exit. So you've turned in earlier. So instead of using eight meters to the track, you're only using, say, 
five and a half or six metres to the track, and then you've apexed at the same point as everyone else, but then you've actually pinched off the exit as well, and you've used another two metres less than every other driver who's more experienced. So straight away, two metres less on the way in, two metres less on the way out, you're probably going five, 10 k slower around that corner. Now, cadet class, lower horsepower, not as much speed on acceleration, that really, really costs your time coming out of the corners. So the reason why, especially with the exit as well, it's the same thing. You get to the apex point and you're not looking at the exit curbing. You're just looking at the actual racetrack because you don't want to come off the circuit. So you're just basically looking in the middle of the track where it's the safest place and less likely that you're going to end up in the grass. And that's where your cart drives. So as soon as you start focusing further around the corner and looking at that blue and white paint on the exit curbing, go, okay, my eyes are there. We can see that there's an edge of the racetrack and we want to try and put our outside tires as close as we can to the edge of the racetrack. And then all of a sudden your eyes are actually driving the cart and basically your hands were just steering the wheel they don't have to turn too much because they know that there's a limit to the track and they can actually see where that limit is and that's where the car gets placed. So straight away, as you get more experience, you start using more of the racetrack. So eight meters on the way in, hit the apex, eight meters on the way out. We're going five k's faster through the corners. And by flowing the car more around the corners, we're actually using less steering input because when we have to turn in early and turn sharper to use less track, that means we're turning way more aggressively on the steering wheel. What does that do? It throws around the back of the car. So all of a sudden, we're actually more out of control when we're starting out. We're using more steering input, which is creating more mistakes, less consistency. Then as we get more experience, we're actually going to use more track, less steering input, and carrying more speed, and we're in more control. So keep that vision up as best you can. Look further around the corners, and actually look at where the edge of the track is. And that should really help out your consistency, your smoothness, and less steering inputs as well. So like I said, a little recap on our three biggest mistakes that we see those beginner drivers starting to make is that we're, we are looking behind uh, a little bit too much. We're using both the pedals at the same time, which is something we want to try and avoid. And it's just turning in too early because our vision isn't fixated far enough up the track as well. So if you guys are just starting out in your kart racing and you think, you know what, my son or daughter or a kid that I'm helping is really struggling in these areas it's probably perfectly targeted towards our beginner program on our kart class website because we really focus on where to look on the racetrack, look for your braking marker, your apex, your throttle point, and your exits. It's actually just hitting your apexes and not using this signal very much. We focus on those things as well. And you guys can actually really benefit from it if this is an area that you are struggling in. So just be mindful of that. Otherwise, if there's any other topics that you guys want to hear more on our Car Class podcast, then please shoot us a message at our Car Class Instagram, our Car Class Facebook, or info at carclass.com, and we should be able to help out with a future podcast episode as well. So thanks for tuning in on this episode of our Car Class podcast. We we'll look forward to chatting to you guys soon. Cheers. Cheers.